The following podcast is a Dear Media production. She's a lifestyle blogger extraordinaire. Fantastic. And he's a serial entrepreneur. A very smart cookie. And now Lauren Everts and Michael Bostick are bringing you along for the ride. Get ready for some major realness. Welcome to the Skinny Confidential, him and her. Aha! If you want a nine to five job, it's like, cool, you know, work at a certain type of place. They don't realize that you have to put in so much more work. When I was a first and assistant, I used to assist my colorist that I worked for, you know, all day long, doing all of her business, whatever. And then I would stay at the salon till one in the morning, like hustling my own stuff. You know, it's like, and that's how I got to be where I'm at. And I feel like social media really messes up a lot of people and really makeup artists and hairdressers because they see these people who have these big followings and do all these celebrities. And they're like, I want to go into it uh, to do the celebrities. And they want to bypass like all the it's Tuesday. We're live. We're here and we have a round table podcast for you guys with two of our favorites, Jillian Michaels and Justin Anderson. It doesn't get better than this, does it, Michael? It does not. Do you know what I found out? I was I realized I was looking back, I was like, how many times has Jillian been on the show? This is her third time. I don't know if there's been a, any other guests on this show that's been on more times. Um, and obviously, this is Justin's second time. And if it's not so obvious to listeners um, to go back and listen to other episodes that they were on, Jillian first made her appearance on episode 95. Then Justin came on on episode 136. And then Jillian came back on 138. Um, and now again on this one, which I think is like 175. We're getting up there, Lauren. We are getting up there, we're aging ourselves. We're getting up there. Um, we are so excited because before we get into this episode, DP Hugh has offered to do a $500 giveaway. Guys, this is like purple shampoo, apple cider vinegar rinse, even dry shampoo. I'm telling you, you can't go wrong. Their dry shampoo is the best. I talk about it all the time. I love it because it doesn't give you that chalky whiteness. Um, and I use it a lot because I don't wash my hair so much. Anyways, they are doing a $500 giveaway. All you have to do to win is rate and review our podcast. This takes one second, guys. It's so quick. It's so easy on iTunes. And then write on my latest Instagram post, the Skinny Confidential podcast sent me here easy. And then of course, follow at DP Hue. That's D-P-H-U-E. Super easy. Rate and review the podcast. Write on my latest Instagram post, the Skinny Confidential Podcast. Let me here and follow at DP Hue. We are going to announce the winner next week and you're going to get $500 to DP Hue. All right. 500 big ones. 500 big ones. We're going to get right into this episode because it's so fucking funny and so fucking good that we got to go. And, and if you have kids in the car... Probably not the one to listen Wait, hold to. Hold on. If you have kids in the car, <laughs> any of our shows, you're going to listen. Maybe you got a question like, is this, the, is this the environment you want to be raising your kids in? Listen, for me, I think that Lauren and I provide a lot of insight for young kids, young children. But mm, there's also another side. With the um, society standards, I know that we are probably not the place where parents point to as the if so facto authority on good parenting. So here's a hot tip, though, Michael. For our kid, I already know exactly what I'm going to do. So I'm going to get pink noise-canceling headphones or earplugs, and I'm just going to put them in the kid's ear when I drive around because I find that's really efficient. Cause I'll Is be that abuse? <laughs> I'm really going to do that. We really know a lot about parenting, right, don't we? No, I don't. All right, guys. Let's get right into this episode with Justin Anderson and Jillian Michaels. This is the Skinny Confidential, him and her. Fuck a rhinoceros. 
I love Jillian has a one track fucking mind. It's my favorite thing of the world. Uh, she can think about a million things, but one thing was overtake. Yeah, no, just obsessive compulsive. <laughs> We're gonna have a hell of a time wrangling this show in today. Back uh-huh. in the studio, Jillian Michaels, Justin Anderson, <laughs> Michael Bosick, Lauren Everett's Jillian, we uh What's going what's on? Going what's on going on? Oh my god. So I want to say two years ago, my my baby mama and I split up. We announced it a year ago, but you know it takes time to like go through the courts and get all that stuff done. So we officially filed to dissolve our domestic partnership, and for some reason it's like become a story again. I have no idea why. And these tabloids are so out of control. They're like calling people that Heidi went to high school with my ex. And so Jay walks in, Justin walks in and we're old friends. And of course, yes, he also does my hair. And he's like, girl, I got this email. <laughs> girl. You should read, you got to read the email. Girl. girl. No. So she reaches out to me yesterday. She, and she basically Justin. says, if you'll give me any dirt about Heidi's and Jillian's divorce, we'll plug your hair product, DP Hugh, however you want. Well, you that, know? of course. Well, yeah. Yeah, so I'm, I'm like playing with You're it. Like, I'm like, wait, how big of a publication is this? Is my friendship worth it? Um, no, so it's just, it's hilarious. But I mean, even with like all the celebrities that I work with, you know, it's just funny that it's like, this has happened to me before with Jillian. Like people have reached out asking about the divorce when it very first started happening. Is there anything you can say about it? Like, is it going down? And I'm like... Who the fuck do you think I am? And you guys are on, you and Heidi are on good terms. We are on such good terms. terms. We share a lizard. The lizard goes back and forth. No, whoa, 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 whoa. (laughs) You share a lizard. lizard. Spike. My son had to have a fucking bearded dragon. Their their house is a zoo. I like how you, that's the first thing you mentioned that you share a lizard. That's co parenting and it's fine. It's like normally the nanny travels with the kids, maybe the dog, but with us, it's the kids and the lizard. How big is the lizard? only three inches, but it gets to be, it could be like a several feet, this little fucker. Okay, but what is it about the lizard that you feel you need to see once a week? I just thought, no, it travels with the kids. Oh, so the kids want the, the lizard. The kids and the lizard go back and forth between homes, and it's like I, you know, one day I'm like, hey, by the way, you know, you're gonna need a terrarium, and she's just like, alright, you know, she's down, she's chill, like, we get along great, we aren't, we weren't the best couple after a really long time, but we're good friends. So, anyway, I was like, Justin, could you send me that email? So I threw it up on Instagram. She takes it to the next level. I promoted his publicist. Like, is loving that. Allow me, please, to promote the DP Hue product, if you don't mind. Good I, I think Good I can do this you. better you actually than, than Katie Bruno. Yeah. So I was like, everybody, my dear friend forwarded this to me. And Katie Bruno, you know, eat a dick. Eat a bag of dicks. You I'm sure fucking that, uh, scumbag. Every, whoever wants to see the email, it's up on her Instagram. Yeah, go on. Like Julian Michaels. Like a publicist's dream to work with. She, like, how... How can you maintain being cordial after you get a divorce? Do you have any tips for anyone? It's how you break up in, in, in reality. And also, I think, like, look, when we actually, there is no dirt. We didn't cheat on each other. We just, nine years in, just grew apart. So did you wake up and look at each other and just say one day, or was it, like, over time? Well, it this is an odd time. line of questioning. No, I want to know. Yeah. I want to know how you can be do friends. I have, do I have something if, to worry about here? It's the well, yeah. I, <laughs> wait, what is it? Like, first marry for money, second marry for love, then marry for companionship? Oh, so God. you're my first. Oh. <laughs> 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 no, I actually want to know how someone can get divorced and still be on the same terms because that's usually gnarly. I think it's it's how you split is really it. And like 
neither one of us cheated. It just, it was coming for years. You saw All, it. And also it's like the combination of the people, you know, Jillian's like a really strong personality. And then if you met Heidi, Heidi's a lot like my boyfriend actually. And over the years, Jillian and I have known each other for years. years. And like yeah. over the years, I noticed that Jill and I are a lot more alike, a lot more alike. And as I've kind of like grown up with Jill, like I've realized we are, and I'm dating, my boyfriend's a lot like Heidi, you know, a So lot. hot. <laughs> so. That jawline. Well. Wait, yeah. can you like tell us about your boyfriend? Because we decided we were going to just rip the bandaid off and go right into relationships with you guys. <laughs> uh, we decided that just now. Yeah. <laughs> I've been with my boyfriend for about, it's almost been five years now. It's been now. a long yeah, time. Yeah, it's been a long time. Yeah. And he's just the best guy ever. We're such a good match. Uh, Jillian and I actually met, so Jill used to be on The Biggest Loser, obviously, with Bob Harper, who was, yes. uh, was, her, was the other trainer on the show. And Bob and I used to date. So that's how we met. Bob introduced us. Jill and, and I, I in that I divorce, forgot, I told got you Justin. That I forgot yeah. that you used to date Bob. Yeah. yeah, so that's how we very first met. And then Bob always had like a jealousy of how much I loved because Jill, you and Bob had your shit for we years. We did. We were had a weird like. They were like up and down, like brothers yeah. and sisters. Sometimes they were best friends. Sometimes they hated each other. But I, Jillian and I, always stayed really consistent. I would always be like, like when we were in New Zealand for the yeah. Biggest oh Loser, I wanted to go to dinner with Jill and Heidi every single night. And Bob was like, No, like why are you so obsessed with Jill? Like whatever. So anyways, when Bob and I broke up. Uh, Jill and I kept our relationship going. But I think now I figured out that it's just because Jill and I are a lot more alike. How so? Like, give us specifics. I think it's like the intensity for work, the drive to be successful. I think that when you start to talk to Jill and you get like underneath her uh, her tough shell, like Jill, like she is, she's so sweet and she wants to go in really deep with relationships. And like, that's my favorite thing. I never want like a surface friend. And even if Jill and I don't see each other for months, like the minute we see each other, we'll go in deep. And like, I just love friends like that. Um, we both use you as an example all the both time, actually. both expect a lot from, me, from both of you, too. Lauren and I both use yeah. as an example. You're one of the nicest, most down-to-earth people we've ever met. I swear to God. That's not true. No, it's <laughs> 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 Until something bad happens. But it's like, no, but the thing is, she's real. Like, yeah. you know what you're going to get with Jill. There's real. no bullshit. And that's how you are. Same. And, and I, like, and I love authentic, those kind Which of is people. how you are. You were both were all, I think everyone in this room is like that. Very well, that we asked two of our favorite podcast guests back for a reason. Here uh, we are. I, I, I was actually, when we had you on the podcast the first time, blown away, like, at how down-to-earth you are. Well, really? because we've only seen, yeah. you know, we grew up only just seeing your celebrity personality, like, your, you know, your persona that's put out to the world, so we never, you know, we didn't have the God, interaction. she's been like, fighting but, that forever. Yeah. I that's feel, <laughs> you, you get to see people, I think, in a different position because they're in, like, your chair, which is, it's a, it's a different relationship, I think, than it, when they come on a podcast. Oh, yeah, for sure. And They're it not gets, on. It gets really real in my chair. You know, the conversations, like, and I don't know, for me, like, I've just never been one of those people that's, like, interested in, like, those surface conversations, like I was saying. So I immediately will relate to someone who wants to get in really, really deep and talk about serious things. And um, that's what I love about Jill. She gets really, really real. She doesn't hide anything. I think that we're, like, in this world where everyone sugarcoats everything and tries to put out this version of what they want people to think they are. And I think about my client roster, and we'll talk about celebrities because everyone loves like a celebrity. Yeah, give, us, give us a juice. But no, I feel like if you I'm, look at... I'm the least famous. Let's Shut up, that. please. That was true. The one that everyone talks <laughs> about. It's funny, like out of my the roster, it's like there's certain people that really have... Like Kristen Cavallari has... A, people are obsessed with her. Jillian Michaels, people are obsessed with her. You know, Chelsea Handler. Yeah, Chelsea Jennifer Handler. Has, Aniston, Jennifer Aniston, Miley Cyrus. Jennifer who? <laughs> right? Charlize Theron, Gwyneth Paltrow, Margot Robbie, those are my clients. So I, I have like any of those a people. badass group of like women. Of those girls. But my thing is, is like, I really feel like you When attract... did we get Margot Robbie, by the way? And how did you not tell me the minute that happened? Oh, I've been with Margot for a while. I got oh, her okay. right before the Oscars last 
nothing. Jesus, Justin. <laughs> she would be a hot date. She's stunning. Yeah. Fire, that girl. And she's yeah. fucking rad. Again, it goes back to that thing like, she's just cool. Um, so I feel like you attract a certain type of a person. Really, really real. You know, I think about like a Miley Cyrus compared to... Taylor Swift. I don't know why I'm comparing Taylor and Mike. Gonna, I, Miley. We scratch to, that. Don't talk about that. <laughs> Take that out of there. But you're a Swiftie, so I can't believe you I said love that. Taylor Swift music. They actually canceled dinner on me and was like, I'm so sorry, but I've just come into Taylor Swift tickets. And I was like, <laughs> Justin, is this a joke? <laughs> oh, who do you like better, Taylor or Britney? You like Britney better. Oh, I love Britney. I mean, I'm the biggest Britney fan in the world. How do we get you? I asked you this before and you said no, but how do we get Britney in your chair? I don't want Britney. She, in he my doesn't want to do I'm it. that out there right now. It's not going to be good. I mean, it's never going to be pretty. It's never going to be my work. She's going to sit in the chair and she'll give me five minutes to do her blonde hair. So it's going to look like shit no matter what. I mean, you could, if you just look at her, it's like her makeup's always half done. She has like half her eyelashes on. Like, <laughs> so you can tell that like when she's getting her makeup and hair done, she jumps out of the chair like, I'm done, I'm done, I'm done. And I've heard that. And so it's like, I don't want to try and do her. If I want, did her hair, I would want to make it beautiful. Beautiful, and I just would never get that opportunity. We could like drug her. Yeah, I mean, if we I could do it in her sleep. Her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I feel like I would be let down. I don't. I think that she would be so nice and so sweet. I'm not saying anything about that. She's sick of people tugging at her. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm just saying, and it's Jill. You get it too. It's like I feel like you get to a certain level when you have a certain clientele. People will come to me thinking I'm going to be this fucking magi- magician, right? So they'll come to me with like broken, destroyed hair, and they think, oh, he does Jennifer Aniston's hair. He's going to fix my hair in one appointment. It's like no, it takes months. It'd be the same thing with yeah, Jill. It's like it some months. overweight person comes to Jill, and it's like she's the best trainer on earth. She's going to make me skinny in a week. You know, it's just like people's expectations when you're this celebrity trainer or celebrity hair person. So I think Brittany would let me down. How are you guys both? I, I know we've talked about this a little bit with you, but how are you guys scaling? You're, you're, you're known as a celebrity hairstylist. How are you going to scale that? Like, for instance, are you always going to be doing hair? Is it something that he you're going to not come to terms with that yet? I've had this. <laughs> no, I, I've been him, wanting to I'm talk like, to him hey. about this. And yeah. I like I, I want to know, like, what the plan is. Yeah, me too. I Because li- <laughs> <laughs> I literally was like, Sweetheart, like you're you're getting too busy. Like I remember he's the like day he's like famous. He's his own when celebrity. You can't, yeah, when you can no longer like take a client, like it you you just can't. It's, so what did you do? You know what happens? This happens stop. with uh, tattoo artists too. You do it for charity, really? You don't. Yeah. You, so you don't take any clients on? No, but like really for what? Like how? Like, what about the lizard? <laughs> do you have Spike? <laughs> but he, and he did, he did. He does like binge eat crickets to the point that I am a little worried. Like. <laughs> Bastard ate like 50 crickets in two days. Michael eats crickets too. He eats these cricket bars. I'm like, please no. Well, I was trying that for a while. It ended up being kind of a mess. Yeah. You know? yeah, like, no, a I real, understand. like there's crickets in it? Yeah. But, the, but the thing, yeah, it's cr- <laughs> cricket protein. It's actually good. Um, I've heard that actually. You know, it's supposed uh, to save the world. The same thing happened with my tattoo artist, Dr. Wu. He's, you know, he blew up on Instagram. He used to be over here at Shamrock and he just like blew the fuck up. I actually just heard about this guy. I heard he was amazing. He, he is amazing. The, he's the best. But he blew up on Instagram. He's got a couple million followers. And so what happened is every, like Miley got tattooed by him. Like actually the girl from Game of Thrones, a Khaleesi just got tattooed. So he's getting like that type of clientele. Mm. And what happens is you can't get in. He's now over at the Roosevelt place. So what did you, so what did you do when you realized you had to to make that transition? He couldn't couldn't scale because he couldn't just keep taking clients. So he's got to figure out like what his next transition. He's going into fashion. I think you have to put the message out on a bigger platform. So it's like, it's a book. Yeah. It's an app. It's a DVD. It's a set of hair products. Like you, he's like, I'm on HSN. I'm on this. I'm on that. I'm here. I'm there. Like he did Vine years ago when Vine was a thing. Like, and it's scaling it, you know. And you you do kind of get away from. There was a the other day I did this speaking engagement, and there were like a couple thousand people there, and 
I was happy, right, for the first time in a long time because you have that direct connection with people you're you're trying to work with. And then, you know, two hours before that, I was having a fight with two billionaires over a decision <laughs> regarding fucking organic coffee. And these assholes were in the midst of a pissing match. And I was like, how the fuck did I get so far afield? <laughs> and, you know, you, you it's just that's, that becomes part of it. And he struggles with the business part of it because he'll like. At his boyfriend's birthday, like almost a year ago now, he was just like, oh, my God, I'm like I'm so depleted with the business side of the business. I, this, this is what I'll say as a creator. I've realized after nine years of blogging seven days a week that I have to step up and scale my business and yeah. launch a product or, you know, books. And, but apps, I will say bigger you, you podcasts. are both Michael's a little more. Um, I don't know the difference, but we're, we're creatives. <laughs> we're creatives and artists. I mean, the, the training is artistic, too. And to have to break up with that, it's like a romance ending. And there's a part of you that it's it's sad because you went into it loving hair and loving doing oh God, hair yeah. and the clients and all that and to realize if you want to take it to the next level that you have to step out of that is really hard yeah. there's a creative process within that as well and there, there is and that you just you take that process to the bigger level like he can say like oh i've always wanted to formulate exactly x y and z and i haven't seen that in a product because I, I know i've done that with whether it's supplements or whatever before we get into that i want to talk about white shoes there's really nothing better than a pair of white shoes. So enter Rothy's. Okay, this is probably one of my favorite partnerships ever because their white shoes, guys, are insane. I literally probably wear them at least five times a week. I know all of you guys are going to wear them too because they're really easy to slide on when you're running out the door because you're late for a meeting but you still want to look pulled together. You know what I mean? And here's a fun fact about these shoes. Meghan Markle wears them. So don't mean to brag, but I'm basically Meghan. I also like a shoe that's really flattering to the foot. So, and, and you guys can imagine how specific I am with this. And I want it to sort of slim my foot and not make it look too clunky. You know what I mean? So Rothy's are ideal for this. The ones that I got are the white slip-on shoe. So picture a nostalgic boat shoe. You know, the ones we all used to wear when we were little. And the fit is super true to size. There's no break-in period with these shoes, so they're not going to be uncomfortable. Um, right away, they're comfortable. I can I can vouch for that. And you wear them with anything. I wear them with my skinny jeans, leggings, perhaps a sundress. They're super versatile. So I have three pairs. I'm not even joking. I have them in our shoe rack. I have them downstairs. I have them in my office. I am obsessed. And the best part about these shoes, and this is going to blow your mind, they're made from recycled plastic water bottles. So not only are they super soft, you can also feel good about wearing them. They're also available for women and girls. So I love my Rothy's. I know you guys will too. Right now, Rothy's has an amazing deal for all TSC, him and her listeners. Use code SKINNY to get free shipping with no minimum. Free shipping and free returns and exchanges on your Rothy shoes. And trust me, you, you guys aren't going to return them, okay? Go to rothys.com. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S.com and enter code SKINNY to get your new favorite pair of white flats plus free shipping. This is a no-brainer. You can't go wrong. These are shoes that are comfortable, stylish, and sustainable with free shipping. Go get yourself a pair today. Get the white ones. Rothys.com, promo code SKINNY. And be sure to get the deal while it lasts. And 
you could do it on a scale, right, of like reaching a million versus one in an hour. But you can also have a charity component where like I'll give sessions away for charity and yeah. I get to still. It's not quite the same, but it's still nice. It's it's hard to break up with what you initially started doing. And, totally. and it's, yeah. it's 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 a big transition. He hasn't. He just can't. No, get, my, it's so coming. just recently, my uh, my business partner with DP, who we came together and she was like, you know, you've got to stop doing so much hair because I was still doing salon days where I do like 15 plus people in a day then i would go into meetings at the end of the day it's like i'm doing podcasts we have all of our products in ulta beauty sephora you know instagram live too all the instagram lives and all kinds of so i was worn the fuck out i was working seven days a week i really have like no friends anymore like my family was here (laughs) in la i don't see anyone unless you're literally like my boyfriend who lives with me or my sister who i literally had to move into the apartment next door so we could spend more time together and she works with me i wasn't seeing anyone and i was just depressed and unhappy and but like you said like i love doing hair it makes me really really happy so just recently i kind of cut off the salon business so told all of my you know unfortunately everyday salon clients that i wasn't really doing hair in the salon anymore and people said the shittiest things to me you know it's like people who had done their hair for years were like congratulations you've always wanted this you've wanted to build this business but then some people were like who do you think you are karma is going to get you like oh you're only going to work with certain celebrities now and that was my biggest fear because at the end of the day jillian knows me like really deep you know and it's like i think i have an alcoholic dad so there's lots of like codependency issues right so it's like when people are upset with me or people get mad at me it hurts so bad and i think if people see me from the outside they're like oh this guy you know works with these major celebrities has a hot boyfriend he's in hollywood all this kind of stuff he has he's tough but like i'm sensitive so it's like doing that breakup with those clients and letting go of that part of my life was really freaking hard on me so then to get some of that pushback from certain people like it broke my heart like for the past few days i've just been like obsessing over like these three particular emails that i got that were just like who do you think you are you know and karma is going to get you rather than just like realizing it's like this is the direction I need to go with now with the business. You know, things are changing. I would love to just be at a fucking chair doing hair all day long. That's my passion, you know, but it's like, I also know that I want a lot out of life. I like, it's not sustainable. Yeah. It's not sustainable. Yeah. Well, and if you don't evolve, you'll end up actually turning your passion to something you resent. Yeah. Yeah. You to, yeah. You you, and doing it day after day after day, you sometimes do end up resenting it. So you have to be yeah. careful. How did you do that with training? Like, did you one day just say, I'm not doing this anymore? Or was it a slow thing? And was it, it sort of a impossible because it was like, okay, when you, when you ended up, I ended up on Biggest Loser, you're shooting. There's nothing you, yeah, you are not available. Do. And so, you know, I would, and what I've always done, like, because I'll still get calls from, like, a, a Julia Roberts, a Pink, a Maria Shriver, and it's, like, even Kelly Ripa, like, I was just doing Kelly and Ryan in New York, and she's, like, I'd, I would, you would have always been my trainer. I'd love to work out with you. And it's, like, I would have so much fun training Kelly Ripa. When the fuck am I going to train Kelly Ripa? Right. So I, I was, like, look, if you're ever in L.A., like, we could work out together. Or I would set her up with somebody in New York. And so what I would do is get get the clients, like, set up with somebody else. So, like... I gave Julia a trainer named Andy. I gave Pink a trainer named Jeanette Jenkins. And I started them out, got them set up, made the intro, supervised the transition. And then they became fast friends with those individuals. So it was like, it was a nice, smooth transition. Like I didn't just 
step out. But being a trainer is different because that's you're going back like day after day or multiple times a week. So for me with the hair, you know, it's like I still do Jennifer Aniston, Charlize Theron, all all these girls, you know, and um, because I only see them like every six weeks. Yeah. You know, like tonight I'm going, I'm seeing Miley Cyrus like late tonight. You know, it's like I have a full day of my work stuff, but then I'll see Miley tonight. And those things, those relationships for me do help my brand. You know, it helps me spread awareness, helps me keep credibility. You know, it's like I do always want to be known as a hair colorist and, uh, you know, an expert in my field, the yeah. more like products that I create and stuff, but I just don't have the time to do salon days. But I mean, like, I was... who's your, who's your mentor, babe? Or like, who's the one you want to model your business off? Like a Jose or Bear? No, I mean, like a Fakai when I was a like kid, who? like John Frieda, I would look Wait, at Is the... John Frieda doing fucking hair? No, job? they stopped okay. a long time That's ago. That's what I'm yeah. saying. And yeah. for, for years I've been like, sweetheart, like you, you and I have had this conversation. I'm like, Jay. Right. I know the day is going to come and you're like, no, 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 no. And I was like, it's okay. Like I keep trying to, t- <laughs> I'm like, but the same thing going to be okay. in every, every industry, right? Like say like, even if you relate it to a company, right? Like at the beginning you hire a couple of people and they have instant yeah. access to whoever's at the top. And as that business scales, like you bring more yeah. and more people and it's like impossible to give everything individual attention. That's, There's no way to grow. You have it. the same problem I have. I relate to you so much. I feel guilt. Yeah. It's Why? guilt that you're feeling because I, I, where I relate to him is I feel like him and I are people pleasers and oh, we want, and we want everyone to feel comfortable and we want everyone to have good energy and good vibes and we want to please everyone. And, and when it, that doesn't happen, it's guilt, but that guilt ends up helping. No he's one. like, he, he doesn't it's care. It's so true. No, they're Honestly, more similar. You're no, enabling yeah. that person. Totally. To then I hate feel that like, about oh, myself. Yeah. That's like you know the one thing. I wish I didn't have that. You are responsible for my happiness, which is absurd. It's, it's, it's not doing them any favors either, sweetheart. Like it, it just doesn't, there's a way like I, I, I would say, you know, you would have middle management in your company. Right. And you would say so-and-so is going to handle this. You're in great hands. Right. He would have his proteges underneath him. And it's like, Okay, so-and-so's. And sometimes, look, Jay, in all transparency, some of them were not as good as you. So, <laughs> you know, you might lose a few people to a different individual. With that said, like, who fucking cares? Right. That's so hard. I so what? It's also, I think, hard, too, when you're so used to being such a perfectionist and liking things the way you like it, to delegate. That's been so hard for me. Yeah. To delegate when it's not the but way I want it. that's why there's so many starving artists, right? <laughs> this is just like cool. It's true, because you can't... Get on your soapbox. You can be the most perfectionist <laughs> person, but if, you, if you're if you the bottleneck of that process, there's no way to scale. You have to yeah. give a little bit of the control in order to... If oh, you want so to scale, true. you don't have to. Like, you could just be somebody that's, hey, I'm doing this, I'm doing, you know... The, tattoo artist I'm, I'm the only one that's going to do this I'm always going to do this care but if you want to scale something you have to release some of that control and give some other people some some room to succeed and empower your business and grow your business with you or yeah. else it's impossible for sure and you can't micro I've made that mistake of like micromanage. you micromanage them but then while you're micromanaging you're not overseeing X, Y, and Z which falls apart mm-hmm. and then if you don't check in at all because you're like oh they got this I trust that person then it's going to go off the fucking rails mm-hmm. regardless because they might not share your vision so it's like just the right amount of like licking everything in the fridge. Yeah, and you know I, know what I mean, like, like you don't have to eat it all. Right, you gotta lick everything <laughs> gotta in lick the fridge. Okay. So it's got your but not, you not the coffee in. if it's not organic. Like you just Bingo. gotta point it in the direction you want and give it a little nudge. There and it trust is. everyone else yeah. to execute. Right. That's exactly it. right. But you, but you have to be the person in. driving the direction and put creating that first nudge. Right. Yes. And insist just just periodically like check in on it. Where are we at with this? Have we hit this benchmark? 
okay, no, you know, shift over a bit this way. How involved are you in your business day to day? Like, are you, are you, uh, do you wake up in the morning and go down your to-do list or are you more free now to sort of move how you want to move? Cause things are happening. No, I, I have to. Free is not the word. Yeah. Constantly <laughs> like check in on X, Y, Nothing Z. free about Like the calendar friends. invite yesterday, I was like, oh my God, I probably gave her so much anxiety that it said 10 30 to two. You're probably like, oh my God. I just was trying to, I, I was like, wait, cause I, that's I, like five I, hours of podcasting. No, like, it was wrong. What it was wrong. wrong. I, was I was like, hold like, on. Oh. <laughs> I was like, wait, wait a second. What the fuck are we going to talk about? No. <laughs> well, uh, well, we could I mean, talk we could. for four hours, but we won't. We could. But like, I have a lunch with, um, with my VP and to, to do our like, okay, let's go through, you know, what's the brand book going to look like Q1 through this time, you know, this period of the year, blah, blah, blah. And I need you to look at the messaging on X, Y, the same, the same thing we're talking about. So she'll like cue it all up and then I can go like, yeah, no, I don't like that. No, I like this. Yes, I like that. Whether you refine. Yeah. You Whether refine it's clothes, it. like we just did some deal for like handheld stuff with this company called iWorld and they sent it through and it was like a pink and a blue and I was like, <laughs> you're what not else? a pink and a blue person. I'm not a pink and a blue person, a a blue person <laughs> right? I was like, I, I personally am not. So I was like, what else? Can, can we give me, give me like a, like a purple, silver, like neon yellow, green, like give me something else. And like, so she's done the work, but then I just like tweak the color palette totally. to be more along the lines of, and we already agreed on the product. So it's just, just little tweaks checking in. Exactly. Get exactly what Michael said. Like, you get it on the road, you jumpstart that battery, give the car a little push. Michael's so good at that, if, too. Well, if, you, <laughs> if you want to scale that way, right? Like, some people don't want to do Some people are like, listen, I just want to be a, like a one-person show. I just want to do this thing. Like, you don't, it just it depends what you want to do. But, but for what you're trying to do, like, you got to scale. You got to scale. You're not going to have an option. You know yeah. what you both do really well that I want you both to speak on is that, yes, you guys are both scaling your business and building your business, but you guys are also have accessibility through Instagram stories. You're both an Instagram live. I was talking to you about that earlier. So it still feels like there's this personalization to both of your brands. Is there a strategy on your stories? Because both of your stories and your, and your, your live is his stories inspired me to start storying. I never storied until Justin's story. I don't watch like anyone's stories besides like very few people and your stories are fucking I don't either and I watch Jillian's because Jillian's are hilarious and I feel like it's like her personality now and for me like what I've always oh wanted God, to do with it. The prick at his yoga class. You've seen that, right? The I one that always the takes his spot in hot yoga. No, I haven't seen that oh one. Oh my there God. It was like What's an his... ongoing story for the longest oh time. God. Kevin, who stole my fucking Kevin spot in yoga. Kevin would always steal his spot, so he'd like show I'd up show before like the sun would come up. I'd show up at like 4.30 in the Does the prick watch his stories? I don't know. I, he did, because now he backed off. He doesn't take my spot. I <laughs> would cry. Like, I would wake up every morning to see, like, if Jillian could relate. It's a competitive thing. Like, I'm so fucking competitive secretly. Maybe not secretly. I don't think it's that secret but I'm so competitive, but it's like he would start taking my spot that I like the hottest spot in the hot yoga room. So I would start going like an hour before the gym even opened. I was there at like 4.30 in the morning, just sitting out front. Yeah, yeah. and I would go in and I'd set up my spot and I'd see him walk in and he'd look at me. It was just like this whole ongoing thing and I like oh played God. with it. It was um, ridiculous. Like I, I literally would cry and I would wake up every morning excited to see. <laughs> like, and then there was one where Justin would like walked in and there was Kevin shit all set up. 
Yeah, and I wanted to pee on it. He was I wanted to pee on it. It's like this is your territory. Yeah. And I was like, this is what time this is what time is this guy getting there? He would get there, like he would get there like five, so I'd see him coming up and he'd like look at me. I mean it was just like a whole thing. And it was kind of funny, but it was like I mean I was serious about it. I wanted that spot. So I would go sit out there. I'd sit in front of the gym before it even opened at like four thirty and I'd just do my emails right there waiting for the door to open. And I'd go and I'd grab my spot and then I'd do some more emails, whatever. Psycho. See, if I were I like everyone in life and they're trying to scale their business, I would just tell them that the Instagram stories and Instagram and social media platforms is so important to put your energy towards. But That's so important. I know how to use that. Like, I'm no, you, I've been watching you. You're doing no, like you're amazing. Now, no, uh, uh-uh. your Instagram live with your brother. I watched the entire thing. It was like so two bad. hours. Shit faced. And like I don't even remember what time it was in my room because I'm the one with like this crazy full length mirror, and he's 29 and this bitch is always in the mirror because he likes the light. It's like down light, so it makes him look like he has better abs than he does. Oh my god! You would love that it. mirror. We should buy that. Well, can you oh send me the link? Oh god, god. yeah. I don't have a lot of down lights in my place. <laughs> down lights. I mean, oh my god. And I just was like, this is such a fucking. This is just what is. How, does this everybody? <laughs> live with a millennial and is this what happens when they do uh, <laughs> wait, Michael's skin is you, glowing right are now are you fucking kidding me Lauren talking about like selfies and mirrors right now yeah I do have a selfie <laughs> we have You're such good light me. in my Michael's new house Michael's skin is glowing though oh I was my like God. staring I'm like what is going on seven step routine really? well, morning get- and night it's because I listen. I, I always tell people my dream as a, as a little boy was saying like maybe one day I'll get to talk to beauty experts, hair experts. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just but I've talked to so many people now that it's just like registered. Like oh, that's how you do that. I mean, it's like imagine you you talk fitness and health all day. You are long, the glowiest long. person stuff, at the table. Just rub off, right? It's like so weird. So like why guy, isn't it, like why am I not this glowy? Do you know what was the change? It's like I got to talk to doctors, skin doctors, and then also experts. And so like like hey, just do this, this, and this. And I just now it's just like a normal part of getting yeah. dressed. He taps his under eye with his index finger. No. Well, listen, oh, yeah. No. I was That's looking... a big thing, though, just because you don't want to pull on that sensitive <laughs> yeah. skin. I was looking like an old weathered saddle. I tell people, like, for, for forever. <laughs> like, something that had been ridden hard and thrown away wet <laughs> multiple times. No, so... it's bad for his, a guy, His <laughs> forehead was in his eyes. Like, I you know the Charlie Brown mask. character when they're dancing in the Christmas song and the eyes are closed? That's what's... <laughs> Oh my god. So we got lots of listener questions for you guys. I don't know if you saw I asked the listeners to ask you guys questions. So I'm just going to throw questions at you. You can answer it as long or as short as you want. Okay. All right. This episode is heating up. Let's take a quick break. Let's talk about the ultimate dress pants. These specific dress pants are by Beta Brand. They're black, flattering, and they really hold you in. The ones you want to check out are their dress pant yoga pant, which features an ultra comfy style that's designed to impress. Think of it like a yoga pant, but for work. And a fun fact too, their pants are also wrinkle resistant, which really works for me. Anyway, I'm all about a detail and these pants don't disappoint in any way. So you're going to get faux zippers, pockets, fronts, bottoms, and even belt loops. So stuff is not like sticking everywhere. You know what I mean? There's options for all shapes, sizes, and tastes. They have boot cut, straight leg, skinny, cropped, and tons of standard colors like black, navy, gray, and khaki. I personally got the black because I find it most flattering. I'm also particularly obsessed with the dress yoga pant because the fit and the feel and the comfort of it. So they're super, super comfortable. You can work in them and you don't feel like you're wearing these tight, uncomfortable jeans. 
Another plus is they're fab after I've eaten too many chips and salsa. I can throw them on when I want to walk to coffee, go to work, or even happy hour the next morning. I tend to get a little bloated the morning after margaritas, chips, and salsa. They're simple, straight to the point, but they're everything you wanted in a pant. Okay, so they're black pants that are comfortable, but they make you feel good because they tighten everything in. No one wants to be uncomfortable at work or happy hour. And to me, comfort's really key. And who doesn't want to wear yoga pants to work? I mean, I do. Anyway, that's why I started wearing Beta Brand's dress pant yoga pants. All you have to do to get some is visit betabrand.com skinny to get 20% off yours. Millions of women agree that these are the most comfortable pants you'll ever wear to work. That's betabrand.com, B-E-T-A-B-R-A-N-D.com slash skinny to get 20% off your dress pant yoga pants. Now it's time to get back into the show. All right, ready? Have you vetted these or are you just going to... Okay, this is, this is, no, I'm just going to read them out. Right. This one, this is a good one because it's relevant. How can I be platinum and maintain healthy hair? Oh, so being platinum is really, really hard. And you need to find somebody who's really good at doing color, whichever part of the country you're in. You know, you find somebody who's really good at it, and you go in and you need to listen to them. If you have really, really dark hair and that uh, professional is saying it's not a good idea, your hair is going to break off, you know, don't do it. You know, you got to listen to people. But if you do end up doing it, I mean, Lauren, we just made you platinum recently, and Lauren completely follows instructions. I'm like, look, if you're going to be platinum white, you can't wash your hair every day. You can't shampoo every day because it dries your hair out. Then you blow dry it, and that's when the breakage happens. Happen, so you've got to like let your hair be dirty. You know? Two and a half weeks. All I've used on my hair is DPU, just, um, <laughs> uh, this, just, what, the dry shampoo. Right. What's the exact one? Because I want to make sure it's in the show notes. It's but, the apple cider vinegar. Apple cider vinegar. And it doesn't shampoo. make your hair. You know how some makes makes your hair like all white, chalky. Yeah. It doesn't do that. So that's all I've done. But you actually have to commit to not washing your yeah. hair. So all of our products at DPU, we, we've made them so they all take care of hair color in between salon visits. So it was very important to me to kind of maintain hair color uh, be- between going and seeing your hair colorist, right? So we everything has like a purpose. Uh, the ACV rinse is like a really gentle way to wash your hair. I really believe that people should not shampoo their hair every day. Shampooing your hair, sudsing it up, it like strips the good oils out. Your hair gets dry. That's when the breakage happens. So with the platinum, it's just don't overwash. Make sure you add oils to the hair, a clear oil. You know, the argon oil from our line is completely clear, lightweight. People don't realize that if you have a tinted oil and you put it on blonde hair, it's going to make it, it's going to turn it a certain color. If you have a white t-shirt and you put any sort of like stain on it it's going to stain it um so that's good platinum's hard what is zach efron doing because i know you guys just made him platinum yeah so uh desi my assistant just made zach uh platinum and when guys have shorter hair it's easier you know they're not blowing out their hair they're not putting curling irons in it and whatnot should we do it to michael like honestly actually not joking I don't know if that's going to work. For Why? Me, Should we do it to Michael? It would look cool. And I mean, but then it's like he has that whole grow out. If his hair is short, I do you love his head of hair? I would want him to really want his hair so good. I know. <laughs> the hairline. Well, gonna, I, I married him for his hairline. To, uh... We didn't do a cul-de-sac situation. It's like perfect <laughs> hairline. You know what I mean? Yeah. He loves his hair. He doesn't know what to say. He's like, <laughs> I'm like this. I got given no. one thing, right? No. I'll take the hair. No, you got given other things. I wouldn't have married you just for your hair. Let's be honest about that. <laughs> Okay, someone asked, they said three tips to quick weight loss. Weight loss is very simple. It's math. I mean, there's just no fucking way around it. It is just math. There's a great TED talk on it. Google the mathematics of weight loss. And they will explain to you, it's the law of thermodynamics, which basically means energy is not created in a vacuum, right? Fat is stored energy. If you eat more energy than your body is utilizing to function, 
over the course of your day, you will store that energy as fat. The only way to burn fat, there are no foods that burn fat. There's no fucking syringe that burns fat. I just had a fight with somebody who was going to do an IV to burn fat for 150 bucks. Uh, it's just like, it, it's all bullshit. So the only way to burn fat is don't eat so much fucking food and move your fucking ass a bit fucking more. And that's the <laughs> end So of should it. you use my fitness pal to, since it's so much math to like write down exactly what you're eating? Yeah, I mean, like log your food. But what's, what makes this not so shitty is that you go, okay, I'm trying to lose weight, right? All right. Let's say a pound is 3,500 calories. You want to lose two pounds. You can wear a device that will tell you how much you're burning in a day. So that's going to do that math for you. And it gets pretty close. It might not be perfect, but it's relatively accurate, right? So let's say it says 2,000. All right. We burned 2,000 calories today. You should never as a woman eat below 1,200 with unlimited greens. Never as a man eat below 1,600 with unlimited greens. So how you can accelerate weight loss is by working out a bit harder, a bit more often, right? Because you're creating more of an energy call. What's your favorite workout for women? It, what they're going to do. Just move, just move. What they're going to do. Like my favorite workout. I mean, we could sit here and be like, okay, you need resistance training and you need it and done in metabolic circuits, which means we're (laughs) going to incorporate hit intervals and then we're going to (laughs) fucking, but like, this is why like I create workouts. So you don't have to know all that shit. But if you'd rather stick needles in your eyes than do burpees with me in your fucking living room and you much prefer to go for a hike in the Canyon or hot yoga, like I would tell him, no, we're not doing hot yoga. He fucking loves it. Okay. Hot yoga for me, though, was like something I hated yoga for years. And I'm one of those people, if I hate something, but other people like it, I want to try it. So I, think this is what's I happening. hated fucking yoga. So then I started going, I'm like, I'm going to learn to like it because everyone says it's so good for you. And then now I, I still weight train. You know, I lifted weights this morning and I skipped yoga today. But it's like I just wanted to like. But he likes it. He goes every morning. Both of you look so fucking good. Can you tell us some things that you do? Because I like I can't deal. Justin's muscles protruding. Justin is a fucking. You like are so fit. Yeah, right. You're like shredded. Than an eighteen year old. (laughs) I we were in Amalfi Coast. And I finally got to train this guy. Oh, well, that we were then really, we were really fun. <laughs> well, we were co- we were held hostage by the mafia at one point, which was an international you guys, the incident. Insane. This is actually tell true. The story, tell the story. It was only the, tell the story. Well, go ahead. Okay, so so literally, a, like two summers ago, Jill reaches out to me and she's like, "Babe, I I want to get a boat on the Amalfi Coast." And she's like, "You and Scooter, my boyfriend Scooter." She's like, "You and Scooter, come to the Amalfi Coast. All you have to do is get yourself there, and we're gonna get on this boat, and we're gonna go for like ten days on the boat, whatever." Be awesome. And I'm like, "Fuck yeah!" It worked out with my schedule. I'm like, "I'm gonna do yeah. it. Let's do it." So we go down there, we like land, and just like the conversation in the car when we all get together, Jillian's coming from a bees off, like a party trip. She lands at Amalfi. We all get in this car together. And Jill's like, you guys, I don't know what this boat's actually going to be like. Like, we start thinking about things. We start talking about, well, like... Well, because the car was shady. Remember, like, the yes. smog from the engine the was guy coming in through picked, the vents. I was the like, this is not this up, right. It was, like, this shitty van, and it was yes. just, like... It just like, fell off. It's a bad fucking sign. So we get to the, we get to the boat, and the, uh, to me, the boat's stunning. Like, it's a big boat. You know, there's four bedrooms but in it. At first, it. we were happy. Yeah, we were, were happy. Like, oh, it's going to be amazing. But then things just started happening. Yeah. It just started getting, like, worse and worse. And Bottom line, we escaped the boat in the middle of the night, like yes! called a water taxi and literally <laughs> threw our luggage onto the water taxi and escaped in the middle of the night, like with Jill's ki- uh, daughter, Lou. We like had we, Lou. Had, we had Lou, like I think I had her like over my shoulder and I'm like <laughs> jumping Spike into there. a boat. Spike was <laughs> and, and the guys who worked on the boat are screaming from the boat. Like it was this whole thing. It was crazy. We really escaped. Like, Lou, and then yeah. it, it got. Wait, re- wait, but what, what did they want? What money. They-, they were trying to blackmail us for money. So they were uh, like, oh, you're out of money. And I was like, and I had given them quite a bit of money to cover all expenses. Yeah, yeah. So like a few days in, they're like, 
you're out of money and you know we're out of gas. So they would like strand us in the middle of the ocean so we yeah. would all get seasick. And I was like, I'm not fucking giving these guys a dime. Everybody's puking overboard. They won't dock the boat. And you're stranded. <laughs> I mean, you're on a boat with them. And if they're asking you for like 10,000 more dollars, though. you know, and it's started, it so it started, started to get, get crazy. And then yeah. once uh, you guys it know G, Jill, Jill's business partner. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. he was there? So, oh, yeah. But once he left, it got even weird. Because it's like, it oh, got, now it's it just Jill with the gay boys. You know, so it's like, then they start getting really aggressive. We got you on the show. I loved you. How did how did he get off the boat? How did he exit the situation? Just leave everybody. He had to go <laughs> back to the, the fuck, states. He was leaving early already. Yes. Yeah, so his okay. plan was we dropped him off at a certain point. Oh my god! Remember when they abandoned us in Positano on the docks for like four hours and never came back yeah. for us? Yeah. <laughs> so then we had a scavenger hunt. Are you guys drunk or is this like a sober like working we out were... eating healthy trip? No, oh. we were, it was a boat. Aperol spritz. Yeah, we, yeah, I did a lot of Aperol spritz. Yeah, uh, we did have some Aperol spritz. But Jill trained us every day. We were like, <laughs> which was. The, Originally, why I was getting into this because I would make Justin like tow the yacht. Yeah. <laughs> so you, anything to move, anything to move, tow the I yacht. Literally would hey, like, hey. Was like, How do, what do you do for a workout? I tow a yacht. I swear to God, I would like put a dinghy on him, like, and I'd be like, swim, bitch. And he, I mean, it was to this day though, it was the best trip of my life. I had so much fun. I mean, it's a memory. Like because when we exited the boat too, it like I would got dump released him in, in the, the middle paper. of the ocean and make him swim to the restaurant and shit. Like, <laughs> boat, so they're like, this is not safe. He could Inspo. die. I was like, he'll be okay. Go, Jay, go. Like boats are swimming. She by. put my boyfriend like in the little like inner tube with the rope on it. He'd be way out there and I have to pull the rope in. She's like screaming like. because she said they wanted to work out. Yeah. So I was like, okay, and I, you know. And my boyfriend does not work out, so he's. Like looking like I fucking hate you. How like does every he day. look like that? Because he's genetic, young and freaking genetic. nature. Yeah. Yeah. Shit. I mean, his butt. It's like, what is that? What's in there? It's Michael like has the same that. kind of butt. <laughs> yeah. Oh. No, we're not talking about me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So what are things that you guys do on a daily basis that you think make all the difference? Because you both look amazing. I, I supplement like crazy. And I do think it matters. And I use organic whole food based products. So like I like Alaya Naturals. I like Ancient Nutrition. Um, there's not a ton of brands I'm obsessed with like that, but like Dr. Axe just merged with Ancient Nutrition. So like I do like fish oils, probiotics, super greens, super reds, MSM glucosamine chondroitin, branch chain aminos, and grass fed whey. Like <laughs> adaptogens. But like the cool thing about like the Alaya Natural stuff is it'll be like all in one. So like the grass fed whey has branch chain aminos. And collagen and MSM glucosamine chondroitin. So it's combined. Is this all planned out? Like, did you like meal prep but supplement prep? I basically have a regimen for yes. Yeah. So, like, I wake up in the morning, I do these like D3 omega whatever crazy ass fish oil with a zinc C because I take zinc for like thyroid and healing. And, and you have the best skin. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're t- well, that is not entirely but all. But she'll tell you what it always was. I mean, you once you is start the really- zinc. Does the zinc have like? A, is it kind of like a label with it's a brown bottle with a blue and like orange label? Or is no. that kind of liquid too? <laughs> no. Oh yeah, a, that's the one. <laughs> no, it's not, I can't do zinc and liquid. It's so like disgusting. Eight, I'm talking about the, 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 the fish oil. Oh, the fish oil is like par- there's one called Paragon, I think, is that it a I gel? take in like it's a, a gel tell, them, yes. tell them what your supplement routine is. Thanks oh, to well, I'm actually trying to fucking figure out if this is what my- Oh, I do the zinc for sure. But no, it, he, he yeah. Joe Rogan no. inspired his supplement routine. So he, he yeah, goes through these phases where it's like you do the MSM glucosamine yeah. chondroitin mix. I, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I do. What, you know, those athletic packs You know, with the blue with the it's, oh, shit, I have one it's probably electrolytes. No, it's vitamins, but it's D3 zinc glucosamine with the 
But I, it sounds like you don't do like a Fish pack oil. of stuff. It sounds like you mix and match. Uh, my shit is none of it's synthetic, all organic, and all from Whole Foods. I'm gonna show okay, you, to you know what you right have to do? Door. Your next project is you have to make whatever you're saying, all these things that are so overwhelming. You have to make like, um, you said you don't like pink. So what did you say you like? You like, um, ah, what's, what color did silver you say you like? Purple, silver and purple. Silver, purple. silver and purple packs that we can just wake up, rip the top off, yeah. and take. Go to, it's like, so Alliant Naturals has that stuff, though. So they do it kind of for you. So, like, they're, like their amazing green product will have the enzymes and the adaptogens and the antioxidants and the polyphenol. So it's like a scoop, right? And you can put it in something. Okay. I'm going to so go get that. Like th- and then I'll do miracle reds. Like they don't have a red product, but like they have, I'll just have them send it to you. I mean, I would love to Girl, try I'll any have of them this. send you everything. But it's, the glucosamine is worth taking, right? It's not only good, like, but Don't I like to blend the glucosamine with a multi-collagen. <laughs> so, like, a multi-collagen is really important because... I don't know about that, but... <laughs> it, <laughs> so, so but I'm, I'm think about you. your body is made up of all different kinds of collagen, right? So, like, your the lining of your intestines is one type of collagen. Your skin is another type of collagen, and it goes on and on. So, you want a multi-collagen product with the MSM glucosamine. And what's interesting is, in this book I just wrote about anti-aging... MSM glucosamine chondroitin has actually been linked to all different kinds of anti-aging benefits as well, not just joint health. So, but you want, you need these certain things combined in a certain way in just the right doses. It can be overwhelming. That's why I like companies that are like ethical, clean, whole food based, all Does organic. your book go over this too? Cause I'm, yeah, it's in the book too. I'm, I, like it's I'm going to go, I'm going to go refer to the book. That's too. originally why I started fucking around with it though, because like my joints from when I was younger mm-hmm. are yeah. bad. And I was like, well, I need this, but now I, I, I'm starting to feel better in a lot of different With aspects. collagen too. Uh, Justin, what do you do? Like, give us specifics. Uh, I I eat really, really clean. I eat organic. I um, I really watch what I eat, but I eat a crap load of food. So I have to work out more. Like, I'll work out twice a day when I go hard on the weekends. I'm just all, it's all balanced for me, you know? I love to drink, so it's like I have to, like, uh, you know, I drink on the weekends, so then it's like I really clean it up on Monday. Uh, so I just, I eat really, really clean, but I love working out. That's when I get to, like, turn my brain off. What I'm happened? I'm so sorry, just responded to my Instagram post. <laughs> to me, she goes, feet? Really? That's what you give me? Also, can you correct two things just so she can't hit you back? But instead of, I had I didn't put the U and buy Justin's product. She's like, put the U and run the shit past me because armpit is one word. <laughs> yeah, so she has a great sense of humor. Like, I love oh. it. It was like Heidi. How many Heidi. comments do we Heidi. have now? It's Heidi. been it's been like forty oh, minutes. Jesus. I need to see. To give some context to the listeners, Jillian posted. A she told. Of, they told. She told. Oh, we talk yeah, we post? talked about yeah, it. it. Okay. Fuck. I'm sorry. I Let me remember. edit. I can't uh, remember. I gotta make armpit one word. Excuse me. So is workout for you, Justin? Hot yoga and weights all the time. Yeah, hot yoga and weights, and then just really moving. Whenever I go on vacation, I like to ride bikes or I'll do stand up paddleboarding if I'm at a beach place. But I, I love, I love sweating. I love, I love it. So it's not hard for me. That's why it's like I get that some people hate working out some people it's hard to diet it's not for me so i can't act like i'm like a superhero and then have your go-to meals yeah so i have a guy who cooks for me every week uh his name's eli lawrence and he's here in town and he drops off the food at the beginning of the week so i eat whatever i want on sundays and then monday through saturday i eat the food that he gives me and for the most part it's pretty much paleo and paleo just really works for me you know uh you eat his food breakfast lunch and dinner yeah breakfast lunch and dinner he gives me breakfast and then there's three meals so it's four meals a day, and that's all I eat. Have either of you guys tried intermittent fasting? I love it. That's so do favorite. I. Yeah. I like it, too. If I want to get in shape for, like, a beach trip, like, I'll do that, like, the few weeks before. 
Um, but I find it's like easy to sustain all the time. It's, like I, I find I get more energy so from me too. Easy. Like I love working out on an empty stomach. And for years, like I used to, I used to be like forty pounds bigger, like m- more muscle and all that kind of stuff. And I, so it was like I was always told like eat a lot before your workouts, all that kind of stuff. And I hated the way I felt all the time. I like feeling empty. <laughs> like it feels so you good. Feel, like, you don't feel as lethargic, especially yeah. when you stuff your face on the weekends and do and drink too much. Are you, yeah. is, is it's that, great. Are you, you and Brendan going to that same yoga? Is it the same one? Yeah. I need to. Get on this yoga train you have to go please so take him up. to a yoga class he won't up. steal your um position <laughs> I, won't, I won't steal your position i'll sit in the back i'll put it put in the dues but i'm fucked up i need to i need to get something going. no you, you're gonna love it for some reason i feel like straight guys like love it i don't know if it's because like the girls are hot there too but like straight guys get really really into it so i feel like you'll love it for whatever reason um 1231 comments Holy in 50 shit. minutes <laughs> holy shit oh, oh my god <laughs> Um, okay. I don't know if you sell any fucking air products. <laughs> yeah. No. Did you tag DP Hugh? You should. She Be did. like, shout out I to DP Hugh. Like, I totally did. Go buy yeah. hair products. Oh my god, I went up like a thousand followers. Are you serious? <laughs> no, I'm getting. I was at 101,000 followers. I'm at 102,000. She, she tagged my personal page. It's just like going. <laughs> It turned out to be successful on uh, both ends. Right? Okay, like, I'm is, sorry. This is a Forgive perfect me. example um, of like uh, how now oh in this God. day and age, like it's probably interesting for you to see Jillian, because you like control the narrative now, right? Yeah. Like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Somebody I else never. tries to jump in. Isn't and, like, that amazing? But the thing of it is that usually it's like rise above, rise above, rise above. And that was always the mantra for my generation. I hate rise above. It now. doesn't work. Like, I hate it. It doesn't work anymore because you fuck rise, rise above. above. And, yeah, like, fuck rise above. People it don't makes me stop. So like they just don't stop. It's like you've got pricks like Andy Cohen and like <laughs> Al Roker, and it's like you try to. Write, you know how many years Al I, Roker? What happened with Al oh Roker? Oh my god, same shit with keto. Like, do you know how with many you? years I've ignored Andy Cohen to the point that I finally was like, all right, that enough is enough here, dude. What like, what happened? You told me a little oh bit my on god. your podcast. I, I basically did a did a, a video blog for like women's health about keto, and I based off of i don't know the hundreds of studies well, that i had fuck researched does he care about that he doesn't he's j- that's my point so like like he earlier had called savannah guthrie dumb for doing the diet and then uh. said i was a jack hole which by and the you way, like keto or you don't like keto no keto bad keto bad keto okay. bad yeah so yes you'll lose weight on it but there are a host of side effects over time you want to like constantly going to ketosis is really bad like yeah no it's it a, just it's sounds unhealthy keto. it's such a bad idea so Keto's when you eat no carbs or any of that stuff, exactly right? and then your yeah. body essentially and goes your into... breath stinks i mean if you've ever talked to someone who's on keto for a really long time like they, no, they, they the literally smell. stink oh they yeah. need a tongue scraper no there's the diet something should i have a tongue scraper so bad stomach acid no it's something nasty going on it's the ketones it's when you watch the mathematics of weight loss it's actually like when you dispel how you burn fat they're literally exhaling byproduct of it okay so so you did an article on keto and how does that involve andy cohen he just because i had a really bad experience on his show years ago right so i stayed really cool during the show but then afterwards i was like dude i have got to give it to you like that was the single most horrendous experience i have ever had in the media in 10 years I feel like you're you're so not like you're not looking you're to call easy. people no, out either. No, it started out like it started out in the middle. It was like because you shoot the show in the middle of the night, right? So it's like midnight, and I had been on a book tour for five days. I was up at five in the morning doing like today's show or something, and doing press all day for days. My son, who I affectionately refer to as Patient Zero, had given us all the stomach <laughs> flu. 
So I'm like, I'm barely propped up in this chair, right? Like, and I had never met him, but I thought we were going to be gay homies. Like, you know, I was like, oh, we're going to have like this, this like gay bromance, me and Andy. And he's friends with my like man crush, Anderson Cooper. And I just thought we were going to get along great. So I was, I'd never seen the show though. So shame on me. So I go on the show and he's got that like shot ski thing, right? Where you like drink shots or whatever. And so I'm sitting there and they're like explaining to me, I guess, how the Shotsky things works and when to drink. And I like nodded. I was totally not myself. Right? I nodded like, OK, I got it. And he turns around and he looks at me and the show hasn't even starts. And you know how like you you make fun of somebody who's special needs. He's like, do you get it? And I woke the fuck up. Oh God. And I was like, oh, bitch, I got it. <laughs> and my publicist is like, oh, my God. Because it's all live. And so, like, he just spent the entire hour, like, just being, the, like, just such an abrasive jerk. And it's like... Having, but what do you think triggered him? Is it just because he was mad you were paying attention? I actually think, in all fairness, like, I hate to say this, but he's very good friends with Bob. Oh, right. right. Yeah, he's very good friends with Bob. So I, I, I think that, like, we maybe... He maybe knew a few people that I knew... And so it was like, oh, I'll get this bitch for you. Well, your energy, she was such a business boss, masculine energy. So maybe uh, it was intimidating. I mean, no, not at all. He I, he had it in for me. It was like planned. And so we get through it. And at the end, I was like, wow, I mean, congrats. Like, you absolutely fucking sandbagged me. Like, I did not see that coming. So like, was he receptive when bravo, you told him that? pun intended, no. And he, they, they were like, <laughs> she's the biggest bitch. She's the worst guest we've ever had. But then took the show down so nobody could see what actually happened. Because, like, I just sat there for an hour because it was live and just, like, stayed super chill and calm. And, like, he had people call in and say how awful I was. Who were you with? Um, I honestly don't remember some girl who was very low-key and sweet. So and so just, he just like, had people bash you? Yeah, just the whole show. And that so, never aired? Oh, it aired. But he took it down because he's like, she was so horrendous to me. He's like, I didn't do shit. I just sat there. Like, I just, because I knew it was live. And I was like, all right, I'm going to, like gonna get through this i'm not gonna give this guy anything because i know what he's doing and you know then at the end i was like wow like bravo like pun intended like you really are just a monster so like, when you wrote horrible. your keto article what did he come out and say, speak at against the end it? of it he was like jillian michaels is the jackhole of the day and like this has been years like this guy just randomly comes out of the woodwork right so i finally got to the point where i was like all right you know what enough of this like you want to go dude let's go like a you're having a boy don't call women jackholes what's the fucking matter with you b if you want to have an intelligent conversation about keto man the fuck up and let's do it c if not shut the fuck up and sit down <laughs> not a peep out of this guy since andy i think that you should come on uh, yeah. your podcast and you guys should talk about keto right? and debate it because you look pretty damn good i feel like you know what you're talking about he's not pro keto he's just anti-women Oh, you, old <laughs> no, I'm you know what you. though? You're you, t you tell it how it is. No, uh, uh, like, look at the show. It's like, how can I humiliate these women and exploit them? And, and good for them, by the way, for building brands off of it. But it was just like biggest loser. Like, let's be fair. Biggest loser was let's humiliate fat people and call them biggest losers. Right. And oh no, but it's about weight loss. But it wasn't. And I do remember Bob one day saying to me, because I was fighting with the producers and screaming and throwing out temptations. And he's like, we can turn this around, but not the way you're doing it. Uh, and he was right. And, you know, I was much younger than him. And he was right. I was 30. He was 40. And he's like, we just have to do our job. And these people will look and feel amazing. And that's going to speak for itself. So yeah. calm the fuck down. Oh, and good. Bob was, he was 100% right. But 
you know, that's what housewives, in my opinion, started out as, as like, let's make fun of these women with like nothing to do. And they rose above it and were like, we're going to build businesses and we're going to actually like kick some ass and take some names. And yeah, that show's evolved. I know you love right? Vicky. What? I know you love Vicky. I love the housewives. <laughs> that's, I'm just like. I've never actually watched one episode, but I know, th- I know like individual housewives. Okay. So I mean, uh, of them, you know what I mean? And so then, and, and you I get like a mixed bag, but a lot of them have made a lot of stuff. Yeah. Out. A lot of, of them have done great, like built up, businesses but, yeah. and done great jobs. A Bethany Frankel. She's badass. Yeah, she's a badass. Don't know her, never met her, but like she's done a great job building her businesses. But like this is what I think is cool. I mean, in the time that we've, the time that we've talked about now, like you could really address everything immediately. Like this person, this troll reaches out and looking for you for a story. And next thing, like, boom, you, you just took that power away from them immediately. Uh, how, yeah. how do both of you guys um, stay humble in, 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 in all of this in LA in every, I mean, you're working with like the top of the top celebrities. You're surrounded by the celebrities. Like how do you, cause but you both are so down to earth and so fucking cool. And what you see is what you get. How do you guys maintain that sort of integrity? I, you know, I think about it all the time and I really, I'm not trying to be like Mr. Cool guy or whatever, but I don't think that I'm that big of a deal. I know that I have, I've done really cool things and I'm, only in competition with myself like there's certain goals that I set for myself and I just reach them or whatever but I never think that I'm better than anybody I don't compare myself to anybody and I really just don't believe the hype you know when people I even get uncomfortable when people call me a celebrity colorist like I'd never introduce myself as Justin Anderson the celebrity colorist and so for me it's really not it's about not believing the hype and um, for me it's all about the experiences I just have goals for myself I don't know it's just it comes natural it's not something that I think about I don't have to do it I just maybe also deep down like I'm I, I, I'm a little bit in secure in certain areas like i just don't think i'm the shit <laughs> i think the minute people start believing they're the shit it's like you feel it and it's just i'm know, sure you both a... have seen it yeah yeah no you, <laughs> do. you do and it and people i've always paid attention to the fact that like you know i am around a lot of celebrities right and i notice the people who have real staying power and they're good people who are in it for the right reasons you know you look at somebody like jennifer aniston where people are like oh how is she getting another movie or whatever like it's like she's a badass she's the nicest person to be around people want to constantly work with her i look at someone like margot robbie she's young like margot's really young and every time i work with margot she has a million deals going on like she'll be getting her hair done her production team's in there and they're talking about new projects she wants to work on she treats it like a business she's not thinking about being on the red carpet and like getting her hair they're in it for the right reasons she's not in for the vanity yeah. metrics and for me i really what i do like i'm in it for the right reasons like i love doing hair since i was a kid i was obsessed with like women feeling feeling beautiful i was obsessed with beautiful women i was obsessed with blonde hair so i'm in it for the right reasons it was never like I wasn't like, oh, I want to be a celebrity color so I can go to parties. I don't go to any parties. I get invited to all these people's parties or these things, and I don't go to anything. That's not what I'm in it for. Michael makes fun of me because I say I fucking hate networking. <laughs> I, don't make fun. I don't make fun of you. No, I, I don't. I but don't. you network in your own way. You, yeah. We don't this have is, to network this is anymore. Fun. Just, no, uh, this is a party yeah. for me. Yeah, we can, you know? just be, we can network on our this social media. I think though. it's yeah. okay to go and meet the right people. I don't like just like these stupid cocktail mixers where everyone's just trying to glad hand and like... You know, oh, but you also, over but shoulder, you also, but I think it's uh, worth it meeting the right. I mean, people. there's a time and place for you. Absolutely have to, you know, yeah. like for me, I'm saying like, I don't want to go to like every celebrity's birthday party and like try and sit at somebody's table at a club like there that. Is something important to that though. Like I literally called Justin like about this coffee company and I was like, babe, I need your help. I'm like, we're like stuck in this position and you know, can talk you... about the coffee company. Well, it, it's just an organic cold brew coffee company, but it's it's like it's called lucky, lucky jack, jack right i'm obsessed with it it's all like small batch like family let's get this run. in dear media I thought g was gonna send dear media a bunch of yeah let's no we'll, we'll, we'll order it get let's no, order we won't. it I'll no get on g it. what the fuck dude i'm on <laughs> it i'll get on it so 
literally the problem is as you grow as a small company and you get like a big account, like let's say Kroger, right? So we get Kroger and they gave us 2000 doors and you'd think this would be awesome. And then they're like, okay, yeah, that's going to be, you know, X hundred thousand dollars for slotting fees and X amount of marketing spend over here. And like, by the time you know it, it costs you 750 grand and you're not getting paid. And then it's like, then we landed Publix and then we're like, oh fuck. And you, you'd think that'd be awesome, but we're like, is this going to make us go bankrupt? Like, because it, it's so much money. And so I called Justin and I was like, I need your help. Can you, can you introduce me to like Donna or whatever? So like Justin's business partner, he introduced me to Donna. Donna introduced me to these guys that own Caribou Coffee. And so Caribou is now talking with us, Lucky Jack, about doing some certain things together. I don't want to jump yeah. ahead of it, but like, look at Justin was like, oh, no problem, babe. No, it's important and to like, know look where that goes. Yeah. Listen, that's how, that's look how where business that goes. gets done. You yeah. and Michael are very similar. You have to, right? Like, and then I introduce you two. That's yeah. true. Right? That is like, true. I was like, Jay, you, or are you, that's I tell true. you about Justin, or did you ask you, me about Justin? You put Justin? us on a text. Mm-hmm. Something. One of you asked me about the other. Oh, you put us on a chat. I like such, it's such a good synergy. Listen, yeah. like, there, there's it's so many benefits in having the right relationship. You can go bang your head against the wall so and do it the fashion way, but like why? Why yeah, you don't need no. to do it that way? You're right? totally like, you right. Be smart. When people say work smart and heartless, you got to do both. Obviously, it's not just one or the other. Yeah. Like you don't have to just, but like if there's, if you know somebody or Justin knows or Lauren knows somebody that's going to further something that I'm trying to do, like, oh, yeah. ask them and say, Hey, dude, I don't need anything. Just make what what did Allison right? Broad say? She's like a top PR agent. What did she say about, about, um, uh, serv- servicing other people? Of course. What's the most important thing? Like servicing other people because it comes around. They're like, Oh, that guy helped me with this. She I'm said the way I got thing. ahead is continuing to just service people and service other people and, 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 and collaborating and giving my all to that collaboration. Your generation is great at that though. Yeah. My generation is like bitter as fuck. Right. Millennials are great <laughs> collaborators. They really are. And and extras are just bitter and pissed all the time about everything. But it's so much it, it's so much easier if everyone scratches everyone's back. I don't understand that. You get ahead so much quicker that way. Like even with me with my assistant, it's like I Alexi, my assistant, I sent him on tour with Miley Cyrus and that was like his dream, you know? And it's like I feel like when you, uh, yeah, like I recommend people all the time. I give people shout outs on my Instagram. Like even people who like fucking hate me, to be honest. Like if I do someone's color and they've cut their hair and they hate me, like I'll still tag them and give them credit. And like shout out to this haircut or whatever. And it's just like, I know it'll come back to me. It'll be good. It's just like. It also is a classy move. Yeah. It's the right thing to do. Yeah, I It's agree. not even hard for me. Like there's like no, there's so many people in this town who like everyone hates each other, especially hairdressers. Like there's so much go- gossip and drama and I'm like. I can't keep up with that shit. Like I'm just focused on myself. And my you're, friends you're, and no, my you're, brand. you're you're so busy. You just don't have time for well, it. Listen, the first thing I asked you, you came in. I'm like, who the hell can help me cut this hair? You know. Oh God, <laughs> like, we're still. How many times is he gonna to, ask? That? Gonna, of course, I'm gonna ask him. Who who else is better to ask? No, right? we yeah. have the person to cut your hair. Alexi's gonna cut your hair. Yeah, let's make sure we get the top. Okay, first, if you, know? you were to each leave our audience, and it's a lot of millennials, with one piece of advice. What would you say to them? I know what I would say, but uh, say it. I, no, I, please. I, I want but you guys to, to take this in the best way fucking possible. No, I'm, say, I'm I gonna give you. Hold on, like, I'm just sit back and, and relax and put a piece of straw in my I, tooth. Look, <laughs> I love, like, I love, I love millennials, and I love the fact that they are very innovative. I love that they collaborate. I love that they think outside the box. But, but. I've worked with a lot of them, and. 
I will say that my generation, right, was the generation that was like, not only are you the first one to come in, you're the last one to leave, but you're looking for shit to do that's not on your job description to prove your value. Well, so I it's hope not, my future employees listening to this mm-hmm. uh, keep going. Uh, it's like, you're like, what? Oh, I see that no one's doing X, Y, and Z. I'm going to step up and I'm going to take that and make it my own, right? Whereas a lot of the kids that I interview with or that I come across have a very, like, first question out of their mouth is, what are the hours? Oh, How much vacation days do dude. I get? And then the next thing is, that's not on my job description. It's insane. And I, I literally am like, I don't understand. What do you mean it's not on your job description? Like, assistant. Which, by the way, I have a personal assistant. So it's like, I'm a personal assistant. I have a concierge service. Like, What's not on your fucking job description about posting a story to my Instagram? That's social media. That's not on my job description. Uh, I'm just like, wow. And I, how I, can I add value? Come, should be the question. How can I add value? Yes. How can I add it's value? Like, you don't talk to me this way, or you don't th- like. If you even get in a situation, like I'll never forget. I had this this one kid who I really loved, but she fucked up and she fucked up and she fucked up and she fucked up. And I was like, okay, listen, kid, this is like our tenth fuck up this week. Okay. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like, it, 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 this is like a kid that had worked for me. Like, I'd done a ton of stuff for, and I was like, what is happening? When I said, stay home, don't even come in tomorrow. Just stay home and go through the calendar so you know what the fuck is going on. And then I look at the calendar and like, nothing's in properly. You know, it says to arrive a half an hour before, but you have it in at the time. Like, if it says 11, but arrive a half hour before you have 11. So I showed up a half an hour late. I'm like, you're not reading it. You're not looking at it. And it was like, are you, you like, you don't get to talk to me like this. And I was like, I, like what? Like, I wasn't like, listen, you idiot or none of that. And it's, it's like, do you want me to enter the center or you want to keep yelling? And I was like, okay, you're fired. Like, are you serious? Do I want you to enter it in? I'm paying you to enter it in. We've had this conversation four fucking times. It's your 1,001 fuck up. And it's like, and, like, like, it's like uh, fuck up 1178. Like, are you fucking serious tell with us, it? What did Tim Grover say about tell hard us, work? Tell us how you feel. Oh. <laughs> I just, how much lucky Jack have you had this morning? Right? But you know Not what? Is, too fucking much. I told this story the other day. Shit. Like, we, Fuck. I sat down with, like, we we're doing interviews, we're hiring, and I sat down with, let's say it was classified as a millennial person, and the first question was, like, how many days can I work from work? There you go. And this was really how many What are my vacations? Like, this what was, are the benefits? What are the hours? It was extremely rude of me, but I just got up and walked out of the interview. You're done. No, because I was done. I'm like, this is, it's not happening. Like, I don't know what you, I don't, you're here to, you want to work. No, Tim, Tim Grover came on our podcast. He's like a coach for LeBron James and Michael uh, Jordan. Jordan. He said, he said, people come to interview him and, and he says, what can you bring to the table? And they say, I'm a hard worker. And he's like, what yeah. the fuck are you talking right. about? That's yeah. a given that you're a hard worker. Mm-hmm. That should not be a way you describe That's yourself. That's like when someone describes themselves as a nice person. Like, then you're not a nice person. <laughs> no one right. should have to say that about themselves. If yeah. you're calling yourself a nice person, you're a dick. I think yeah. that's great advice. I'm sorry. I don't mean an asshole. No. I'm just telling no, you there's a huge really, really difference. Real. Also, one other thing. Last thing. I promise I'm going to hand it over. Like, You have <laughs> no idea you. who that person knows. So before you're going to yep. get on your, your high horse and be like, fuck you. You don't talk to me like that. Like, We were staying at the Edition in Miami, right? My girlfriend goes downstairs. They have a bowling alley. She, the reservation's at 8 o'clock. They want her ID. She's 33. She's like, are you are you serious? You want my ID? And they're like, yep, sorry. She's like, I won't drink. Can we just come in? We have a reservation for the lane. No. I get a text. Baby, can you bring my ID down? I'm in the shower. So by the time I get the text and I come all the way down to the bowling alley, it's like 817, right? So I'm like, here's your ID, whatever. Bring my ID. Then the other kid is like, oh, sorry. 
the land's no longer available. And I looked at this kid and I go, kid, sure you fucking want to do this. <laughs> I swear, because I, I was like, because like, I know like everybody in, you know what I mean? Like up the, the rank. And I, I just, I was like, are you positive you want to go down this road? <laughs> and he thought about it good for him and he was like wait a second hold on i might have a mistake with you remember and i and i and it's like and i to prove a point that like you get more flies with honey like i tip the kids a hundred bucks extra on top of their 18 percent service charge and it's like i have the guy from the edition on my phone like when can we talk about your your stay and it's like think like don't get caught up in your fucking ego because you fuck with the wrong person and they're going to crush you just Treat cause. everyone equal. Like, chill with the ego. Yeah. Set it aside. Yeah, it's true. It's a you fucking never, bowling alley. What do you care? <laughs> what point are you trying to prove? I love Sorry, it. Jay, go ahead. No, I have my composition notebook out. Okay, your turn. Fucking kid in a fucking bowling alley. I got to shake it. Me too. I had, like, sweaty palms. I was like, I was bad. I love it I though. Pull, Michael's balls shower. are sweating. <laughs> Jesus. I, I think, I mean, mine basically goes right off of Jillian's. You know, at DP Hugh, you know, the DP Hugh house that we have here, we have, it's all millennials that work there for me. So it's like a young, good looking, fun staff. I love everyone that works for me, but it is that thing. It's just the questions are what time is the day over? Yep. You know, what's asked? Nobody's How many vacation days? Vacation days, like all that kind of stuff. And we just had it. You know, we had HR fly in and we had a whole meeting and everyone's questions were, you know, what are my exact hours? Do I have to post? You know, we're such a social media driven business. Do we have to post um, story or post posts on our days off? And it's like, fuck yeah, you do. It's like, haven't you guys ever traveled and you're like on vacation and you see someone working next to the pool on their computer? Like people work on their days off. Oh my off. God. People like work vacation. Night, you know, and it's like, and if you don't, I get it. If you want a nine to five job, it's like, what? cool, you know, work at a certain type of place. But it's like, I just feel like millennials, they don't realize that you have to put in so much more work. When I was a first and assistant, I used to assist my colorist that I worked for, you know, all day long doing all of her business, whatever. And then I would stay at the salon till one in the morning, like hustling my own stuff. You know, it's like, and that's how I got to be where I'm at. And I feel like social media really messes up a lot of people and really makeup artists and hairdressers because they see these people who have these big followings and do all these celebrities. And they're like, I want to go into it uh, to do the celebrities. And they want to bypass like all the stuff. Yeah, they want to jump right to it. And it doesn't happen that way. You have to put in so much work. Or to when get... a blogger comes to me and says, How do I make money? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Make a dime for three years. Totally. Yeah, it's just, it's exactly that. It's like you, yeah. It but just... the thing is, it's going to, it's going to weed out these people. I mean, I think it's going to be a really rude awakening at I, some point. I, I think... wonder where it goes because millennials are a huge ass generation. I'll tell you yeah. though, it's because. One entrepreneurship right now at this day and age is is glorified and, and glamorized, mm-hmm. right? Because people totally. think it's easy. And two, people look at social and they say, "Oh, that person must not be working. Oh, that's easy." And so they think it's easier than it is. And people people think they have the ability now to check out and totally. take the easy path. But, but it's people not. need to remember yeah. that the Instagram story is five minutes of someone's day. Exactly. No one's filming me when I'm on my computer, or you know what I mean. People like people say that to me all the time, like, "Oh, you have the funnest <laughs> life. Like it's so easy, whatever." I'm like, "But do you notice that I don't post an Insta story from base?" Basically, like 9 a.m. till 7 p.m. Because, like, those are the hours where I'm not even on my phone, you know? Yep. But it's like, but I know that Instagram, it's a tool for me. I First of all, I want to have a lot of fun with it. But then also, if I'm going to post something, I want to make people laugh or I want to entertain or I want to share a part of my life or I want to educate, you know, with hair or whatever. But it's like, I don't know, the entrepreneur stuff, I think everyone's like, I want to be an entrepreneur. I want to be my own boss. Not very many people I want can to be their own I, boss. I wish I could have, like, sometimes I wish that someone could see, like, all the dark moments that I'm sure oh all of us God. have. Oh, my God. Like, 
there's, oh, a, there's a million. I've clubs. been through a lot with Jill. Oh, oh Sued left God. and right. Yes. I, yeah. uh, pulling Scoot in, uh, <laughs> having her give all these workouts. <laughs> the yacht. Life, my life is 90% turmoil and problem solving. Yeah. Like, I wake up every Defense. day. Yeah. As soon as I get in this all office, day long. Yep. as soon as I walk in. It's not like hey, everything's shit storm. The problem. other night, the problem, other problem, the other problem, night, problem. I walked in. I walked in from work and I walked into my boyfriend. I was like almost teary eyed, and he's like, "Look, he's like, what's wrong?" And I'm like, "I just want to go back to fucking doing hair. Like, I just want to work like four days a week, yeah. just have my clients." And if, I really don't like. I want so much out of my life, and like, I want a really big life. But I got to that point where it's just like, why am I doing all this stuff? Like the nonstop working. I really am working seven days a week. You know, you're constantly answering to everybody. And you get to that point, I'm like, why am I doing it? And so what my point is, I have a really, I work hard. I know that the more you put in, you get out or whatever. But um, for these people who are even asking about hours, I'm like, yeah. you're well, not going to go anywhere. If you have Fucking the audacity hours. to ask for an extraordinary life, you have to put in the time and work. Totally. Right? That's just that's just. I think how it's a it misconception, though, of like, you're not going to treat me like this. Like, I remember mm-hmm. I did something. I think it was BuzzFeed, and I was with Tone It Up, right? So they wanted us to do some we were on tour doing a fitness tour and they wanted us to do some sort of workout or whatever. And it was boring. And I was like, this is going to be boring. This is like super. So I was kind of like screwing around like, you know, or whatever. And I can't remember, but the kid, like I was like, well, this one's making us do fucking Jane Fonda leg lifts, like kidding. Around. She, and this kid looks at me and she goes, you don't need to be here. And I go, okay, well be clear. You, you actually asked me to be here. Like I didn't just, <laughs> just randomly show up, but I mean, I'm more than happy to leave. And then everybody jumps in and then, you know, John Carlo pulls her aside and he's like, you got to be careful with that ego because I know your boss and I know your boss is boss. <laughs> he goes, I'm going to let it and go. And he's hyped up on lucky Jack. But chill the fuck out. <laughs> and it's the same around. thing. It's like, put your ego aside. You're not too good. Like, first of all, I, and I was kidding with her and I was like, and I, I actually pulled her aside and I was like, I was actually playing with you and i apologize that you misunderstood God, it you have to be so but careful you, nowadays but you should people. be really careful with your reactions because he's right you don't know who like table that like it's like i'm too good for this i'm too good for this it's like what are you too good i just for? think nose to Relax. the grindstone nose to the right. grindstone yeah. nose Do to the grindstone rinse repeat rinse repeat every day just in touch on it's like there is there there is certain career paths where you can have what you're talking about just chill like a chill path but if you want to have this extraordinary lifestyle and do these extraordinary things like yeah you got to fucking work like, mm-hmm. that's just how there's no ifs ands like, yeah. there's no other way like, you're not like, too good for it no. it's not like you no. gotta, entitlement you have to eat a lot of shit too i have to eat yeah, so it. much shit mm-hmm. all the time I'm it's so true and you have to i mean you gotta say it you gotta do it with a smile on your face you gotta humble yourself and like there's so many times i'm in meetings where somebody says something or does something and i'm like my i can feel it in my gut my anger starts to rise and i have the reaction like I'm, when i was a kid i'm like nope gotta check it gotta do it like mm-hmm. even like you know i'm a young guy still like there's still even yeah. i've had some success but there's young still, guy with a great hairline there's still <laughs> a lot of shit that is needs to be eaten and that i will and like that's you know i'm fine with that like you got to pay your dues you got to put in the work diplomacy like it, you know but gee if john carlo is the king of diplomacy sometimes to the point that i'm like okay we've gone too far you're like fucking rob stark and it's the red wedding <laughs> you know and it's like sometimes i'm like gee for fuck's sake but it's amazing how many times that relationship will circle back around uh-huh. and it's like he didn't make an enemy out of that person and you thank god he didn't because it's easy to 
yeah, I mean, you should have your boundaries, right? You should, you can be able to say no without like putting a stick of dynamite in something or getting some clarification. And yeah, sometimes you eat big shit sandwiches, but it, it'll pay off down the road. I think that is incredible advice. Um, I want to say thank you to our giveaway winner, Christine. She won a bunch of DB Who products Yay. and she's here and we'll do like a little snap with it. And you guys have to shout out your Instagram. If you guys aren't following them on Instagram, you're missing out on totally. life. Yeah. I always <laughs> say that you're the top five people that you hang out with. I also believe you're the top five people of whose content you consume. So I'll be consuming your content every day. <laughs> Shout your pimp yourself out. Tell us where to find you, DP Hugh, everything. So DP Hugh's the brand. I'm Justin Anderson on Instagram. And then Justin Anderson Colors, where I post all of my color stuff and tutorials. So if you're a hairdresser, I do daily tutorials on how I do all of my color. I give away all my tips. Nothing's held back. So those are the three. And at DP Hugh, right? Yeah. At DP Hugh. Yeah. Um, I'm just Julia Michael. No, you have an app, like a book. <laughs> Do you have like 800 books? Come on, pimp yourself out. Oh, pimp myself out. Okay. Uh, my name is Julian Michaels. People <laughs> fucking lose weight. And then um, I have an app where you can help you fucking lose weight. You too can pull a yacht on the Amalfi. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I own a coffee company, but apparently we didn't send any to Lauren and Michael. So we shit the bed there. She's um, too focused on those fucking Toto toilets. He needs to focus on some coffee. Oh my God, I loved that story was that on this podcast where i heard that yeah oh my god fuck um, that's so g2 such a horny dirty bastard naturals i'm gonna get you the full uh, line naturals i'm gonna reach out to the you would love this girl she's her name's shauna Ryder. she's like mom of two young kids anything you approve of yeah it's the shit i'll have her send you all her stuff well, thank I'm, you guys I'm, I'm for coming we, uh, on i'm glad we kept it mellow here today yeah. <laughs> oh god a way to waste our energy thermometer before 12 <laughs> i know <laughs> i don't have any more to give i had to go home and take a cold shower I, I literally am sweating like i'm like what is going on but i feel like i'm partying right now <laughs> thank you guys for coming on thank you thanks guys Hope you guys loved that episode. Make sure you enter the $500 giveaway that we discussed at the beginning of this episode. Also, if you want $10 off DP Hue products, go to dphue.com and enter code SKINNY. Make sure you get the apple cider vinegar dry shampoo. It's so good. I'm telling you, it doesn't leave you feeling all chalky, okay? And then also, Jillian Michaels has extended an offer for you guys on her app. Her app is awesome. You can work out at home. It's called My Fitness by Jillian Michaels, and she's going to do $7.99 a month instead of her normal rate, which is $14.99. So you get 45% off. All you have to do is go to jillianmichaels.com slash skinny. Anyway, roundtables are so fun and we're going to do tons more. Let us know who you want to see. Uh, DM us on Insta at TSC Podcast or just leave it on our latest post. Stay tuned and see you next week.